Welcome, everybody, to Library Out Loud, the official podcast for Hanley Regional Library System. Today, we are joined by Becky from the Stuart Bell Junior Archives. Becky, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to join you today. Well, Becky, we have a, a special episode today because October is National Archives Month, and I know that you guys have a lot of great things planned for the month, a lot of really good resources for the community, and also uh, you recently participated in an archives fair. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, there's a number of archives in the Shenandoah Valley, and so we decided to get together and offer an archives fair. Of course, last year it was a physical event, where you could walk around tables and visit with different folks and find out what all they had to offer. This year in our virtual world, went virtual. Zach Hoddle of the Shenandoah County Archives graciously hosted us. And we had several folks from Clark County down to Rockingham County. And we all spent a few minutes talking about our institutions, what we were doing now, how we were open to researchers, when we were open to researchers, and the kinds of things that we had in our collections. It was all recorded, so it's available on Facebook that people can go to and they too can attend our archives fair. Various archivists are preparing a series of lightning talks, which will appear on Facebook. Lorna Loring, who's here at the Stuart Bell Jr. Archives, is preparing a talk about our John Walter Whalen manuscript collection. Uh, John Walter Whalen was a major historian of the Shenandoah Valley one of the first who were actually doing research into our valley. And he compiled a number of things of family Bible records and cemetery records and other court abstracts. The local historical society purchased those and we have now digitized them and have them available on our website. And Lorna's gonna talk about that collection and how they can help people. Some of the other folks are, Bridgewater is going to give a tour of their archives Zach Hoddle is going to talk about how one organizes manuscript collections. So there's just going to be a whole range of topics and they will be posted throughout the month of October. Well, that's great. It sounds like we've got a lot going on there. You mentioned the website and folks for listening at home to get to the Stuart Bell Jr.'s archives collection. You can go to HanleyRegional.org and click on services and then you can see local history and genealogy and that'll take you directly to the Stuart Bell Jr. Archives portion of the website. Uh, Becky, can you tell us how would someone really kind of get started on some online research? What are some great tools that you have available there? Well, our online catalog is very crucial. So you can go to advanced search. You can select that you just want to search in the archives. Archives is considered like a separate library. So you could search archives or Handley or Bowman or Clark or everybody. And then you can put in subject headings. So you could put in a family, like height family, and you could find out what kinds of books and manuscript collections we have available. The only tricky thing you have to watch for is if you put in something like height family and you get a number of choices, and then it says height family collection, not at Handley. Go ahead, click on the title and take a look at the details and take a look at copies and it will tell you that that copy is located in the archives room. But the catalog is a wonderful tool. Our manuscript collections, as well as our published books are all cataloged on there. Um, it's also a great way to find out if that Quarles book that you're very interested in about homes of old Winchester is also available as a circulating copy, as well as an archival copy. 
So the catalog can give you a lot of good tools and help. If you did pull up a collection, like Height Family Records, then there'll be a little thing at the bottom about other sources, and you can click on that, and that will give you our inventory. So you can see what all is in that collection and decide, is it worth a visit or not? Or if you live farther away, are there some things you need us to copy and send to you? We can make copies and send to people for a small fee. Our website, the archive section of it, has a lot of other great tools. We have some databases that the library has subscribed to. Some of it you do need a Hanley Library card, but we also have reciprocal cards with Warren County and Shenandoah County and Loudoun County. So you can show up at the library, bring your library card from another source, and get a Hanley card as well. Then you can access Fold3, which is a database that has a lot of military records on it, of things that have been digitized from the National Archives. You can do Heritage Quest, which is a genealogy site, has census records and other tools. And Ancestry has made a special deal that they will be, normally Ancestry you can only use at the Hanley Library. But now through December, you can use it from home if you have your Hanley Library card. You just go into the home page, My Account, and then at the very top of the My Account area, there'll be a section that you can check into Ancestry, put in your library card number, and off you go. You can use Ancestry from home. And it's a very large genealogy database, lots of source material. We have what they call the library edition. That means that it's source material only. It's not everybody's family tree. If you wanted to search family trees of other people or put your own family tree up, you would have to get your own subscription. But for general source material, like the Social Security Death Index, uh, Find a Grave, other good things like that, census records, registration records from World War One. all you have to do is go to Ancestry. That's fantastic. There's, there's a lot of resources available there. And I'm actually on the archive site now. And there's a section here called Books and Journals that you can scroll through. Uh, on this and all of this is available in the catalog there. Yes, we've tried, um, we have our little river of books. So as we add some new books to our collection, we can add them to the river. And then you can get a few details about them. You can find out their call numbers. And uh, a few of my favorites that we've recently added is this one called A Guide to Magistrates with Practical Forms for the Discharge of Their Duties Out of Court. And while it won't give you all of your family names and tell you who was arrested for what or what happened to them, it does help explain what were the laws, which is really crucial to knowing what was happening to people and sometimes what age they had to be in order to acquire land, what age you had to be in order to be married. A real important part of genealogy is not just looking at the records and finding your ancestors, but sometimes you have to do some research that helps you understand those records. So we have one about using deeds and how you can access those and where else you can find that material. We have one on tracing your Irish ancestors, which we'll talk about some of the special needs when you're doing some of these specific ethnic groups. And we have some on Scottish ancestors and a wide variety of the folks that you may turn out to that you're connected with. 
And it can be really helpful to read a little bit of that background before you're just looking at records. It helps you understand them better. It gives you a better idea of where to look and how to go after them. We've gotten a couple of good new things too about African-American history. There's one called They Were Her Property. We don't often think about it, but white women as slave owners in the American South, what were some of their actions and reactions? And a new one on black Confederates. Were there really African-Americans in the Confederate Army? And some of the information that they have discovered about were people forced to serve in the army or were some of them doing it in their own free will? So we're always adding new books on a variety of topics. If you find a book that you think we should add, please let me know. We get a book budget each year and we want to spend it on things that will be of the most benefit to our researchers. And the archives has a special photograph that is displayed at the National Portrait Gallery and you have a blog post about this on your website too. Yes. That was very exciting. Last year, we were approached by the National Portrait Gallery. They had been searching online and through our past perfect photos, which everybody can have access to, you don't even need a library card for that one, they discovered that we had a unique picture of Betty Dandridge Taylor. She was actually Elizabeth Taylor Dandridge. She was the daughter of Zachary Taylor and his wife had died and so his daughter Betty served as his first lady and then years later she married Dandridge and they moved to Winchester so she sort of retired to Winchester as it were so it was very amazing that they were approaching us because we thought surely we don't have the only photo of her but yes apparently we did have one of the few that existed so they just came a couple of weeks ago carefully packed it and preserved it and cared for it gently carried it down and the national portrait gallery should be opening their exhibit a little later in november and it's going to be a virtual opening so we'll all get to attend betty's mother had, was not deceased she was just reluctant she didn't really want to be into that public role at the inaugural ball she appeared and then she began to help her dad after that we have been working on a number of collections recently. One that's kind of fun is people may not realize that before there was a Handley High School, it was Winchester High School. Uh, the John Kerr School was established and covered the grades through 12. And then they started calling it sort of Winchester High School. And then gradually, as John Hanley's money became available and the John Hanley High School was built, we had Hanley High School. And so we have some records from the early Winchester High School. We have some certificates of accounting and bookkeeping earned by John Kramer and a permission for tardiness. And we also had some of the, the rules and guidelines that students were expected to follow. So that was kind of fun to find some things of those early days of education. Another wonderful gift that came to us was from James Finley. And he brought in scrapbooks that were compiled by Meta Jackson Parker, and she was active in the African-American community. And so she clipped articles out of the paper of her friends and family from the 1940s to the 1950s. We have been working on an index to that. Judy Humbert is preparing an index, and it's just all kinds of grand information on some folks. So we're really thrilled. We've gotten a number of wonderful photographs in as well. The collections just keep growing. So periodically we do try to put together an acquisitions report and those are available on our archives website. We have a section of indexes and pathfinders and things like that. And we have listed our acquisition reports. 
So you can read through and see what are some of the recent things that have come in that might have been added to an existing collection or might now be a brand new collection. Well, Becky, you've got a lot of different things going on. There's a lot of great digital resources for patrons to use to start their research, but they can also come on site to the Stuart Bell Jr. Archives, which is located on the ground level of the Hanley Library in downtown Winchester. And right now we are doing research by appointments. People are invited to contact us and make an appointment to come in. We can have up to four researchers at a time, done some rearranging, taken away some of the chairs, and so we can handle four people. That's why we ask you to make an appointment. We can do some walk-ins, but you're taking a chance that there'll be a space for you or not. You can come in and do research for two hours and then leave for a little bit. We can make a second appointment for another two hours, particularly if you're here from out of state. So we are open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., but we do close for lunch from 12.30 to 1.15. So give us a call at 662-9041, extension 17, and set up an appointment. There's also um, an appointment sheet that's on our website that you can use as well, or you can just send us an email. It's really helpful when you're making your appointment, if you give us an idea of what you'd like to research, and especially if you have some specific items you would like to use, and then we will do our best to have those things pulled and ready for you when you get here. Since you only have two hours, we want to help you make the best use of your limited time. And Becky, what do we do about people who maybe have some donations or gifts that they want to donate to the Stuart Bell Jr. Archives? The best thing to do is to give me a call and talk with me about the items that you have so that we can be sure that they're appropriate for our collection. We are somewhat restricted to things in the Winchester, Mm -hmm. Frederick County, Lower Shenandoah Valley area. So if you have materials that are from Ohio or from Southwest Virginia, something like that, they wouldn't be as appropriate for us to have, but we can help you find another institution that they would be appropriate. There's also some things that we already have a lot of copies of, like apple blossom programs that we don't have as great a need for. So we could talk about those a little bit and see if the items that you have to share with us are things that would be a benefit to us. And then we can make arrangements for you to bring those in. Um, We can meet you at the staff entrance and put them on our cart if you have a carload of things to bring in or if you just have a few items that you wanna drop off. But gifts are wonderful and they are how we build our collection. So we do really appreciate people thinking of us. So if you find yourself in a position of downsizing or simply cleaning house a little bit more right now with the COVID going on, then please think of us as your first option for sharing materials from our local area. And we like things that go from 1730s up to the present. So we are concerned with collecting material of a contemporary nature of our current events as well. Well, that's fantastic. Becky, thank you so much for joining us here on the Library Out Loud podcast. Folks, you can subscribe and listen to other episodes on a couple different ways. You can find Library Out Loud on iTunes, SoundCloud, on our website at hanleyregional.org, and new on iHeartRadio.